0: get a clearer perspective on this we join on the line now by brooks specter who is u.s foreign policy expert and also associate editor at daily maverick thanks for speaking to us this morning
1: oh good morning good to be with you
0: now um uh, brooks firstly you know what exactly does an alert of this kind mean does it mean that an attack is imminent or that there is intent to attack
1: well that's an interesting question it If there had been an imminent attack threat, i.e., they had received a notice to uh, telling people that the airport would be firebombed, say for example, uh, it's likely that there would have been much more specific information in the announcement, there would have been much more public announcements by various authorities, not the least of which would have been South African and there would have been specific measures taken to prevent uh, people from being in the line of fire. This didn't have any of that, and clearly it wasn't meant to be as precise as that. It might have been triggered, for example, and since I don't know precisely, I'm I'm speculating here on the the way things usually usually work, Uh, it might have been triggered, for example, by knowledge gleaned from travel patterns as registered by people who had purchased and used airline tickets or perhaps uh... signals intelligence that had been picked up uh... by listening posts or a very different and interesting and alarming change in email traffic among people or perhaps informants who had tipped off uh... authorities in the u.s. or other places so all those kinds of things can trigger the alarm that allows the State Department to issue the warning as your correspondent from the United States was, was explaining with uh, the clip from the, uh, the press spokesman for the State Department
0: and then the question is of course you know, why is this uh, happening now and why in South Africa uh, given as I said previously that so far we seem to have escaped a lot of the militant attacks that have occurred in other African countries
1: well poss- the, the possibility of an answer is, is sort of inherent in your question uh, precisely because this has not been the scene for things it's possible that if there are uh, people intent on doing harm, they will pick the place that is least likely or is not on the kind of alert that might be true in other places. If you think back, uh, some years ago to the, uh, to the bombs in in uh, sorry, not Ethiopia, in, in Kenya and Tanzania at the U.S. embassies there, some, oh, gosh, when was it, um, uh, 15 years ago or thereabouts, right? Those were not places where anyone had expected such a thing to happen. Uh, and I'm not, uh, and to be very clear, I'm not saying that that was the, the nature of the threat implicit in the warning issued yesterday. But you don't, if you are intent on doing bad things, you obviously don't go to the place that is most likely to be guarded, most likely to be protected, and most likely to be on alert. Uh, unlike those hotties, well, <laughs> um, uh, gosh, they're loud. Uh, you know, it, it, they're doing what they have to do. They say, but the problem for the rest of us, of course, is now we're not entirely sure what it is we should be we should be looking at or worried about.
0: And, of course, you know, this has sent uh, many people into a frenzy, everybody, not just American citizens. But as an American living in South Africa, what was your first reaction uh, when you heard this? And also, uh, what are the possible American interests in South Africa that could be a target?
1: Well, let's take the second thing uh, first. Uh, the obvious, uh, quote-unquote, targets uh, would be the embassy and the, uh, and the consulates general in Cape Town, Johannesburg, and Durban. uh, They're well-guarded. They're Uh, well-protected. It is, in fact, relatively unlikely something could happen there simply because there are so many internal as well as South African uh, security systems that are in place. After all, security of an embassy uh, by by virtue of the international system uh, is at, at the first line of defense, of course, is the host country, and South Africa's got a pretty good record in that regard. Um, but in, an, in answer to, this, to the other part of your question, um, well, the, the second part of the first part, uh, what other interests? There are, Of course, the country is just uh, replete with images and brands and ideas of things American, whether it's companies or store, whether it's manufacturers or whether it's stores or billboards or what have you. Um, uh, things American are all about us here, and so in that sense, then uh, you know, if you are of such a mind, there's a whole range of potential quote-unquote targets. As to how I felt, um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, you you are taught to pay more attention to your surroundings, but then I, I, I'm always reasonably careful. I, You know, you go into a very large crowd, you at least pay attention, not because I expect a terror threat, but because crowds behave the way crowds behave, uh, which is unpredictable um, as to what kind of special measures I would take. Uh, Nothing more than I would normally do, which is, you know, pay attention to traffic signs and, and all the rest of it and hope that the authorities, both American and South African, are doing what it is they're supposed to do. Uh, As for the rest of the population, well, of course, uh, a bomb has no way of determining who's American, who's Ethiopian, who's Brazilian, or who's American. And to that extent, then, we all have to be uh, attuned to the idea that the authorities are actually doing their job and paying attention.
0: And that was Brooke Spector, U.S. foreign policy expert and associate editor at The Daily Maverick. And we are joined on the line now by State Security Minister David Maslobo. Thanks for speaking to us this morning, Minister.
2: Thank you very much. On to earlier listeners across the threat of our country.
0: Minister, should we be scared? You know, what does all of this mean for South Africa?
2: Well, um, we should not be scared. There should be no need for panic. We did actually have been having interaction with uh, the intelligence services for the Americans like we do with other intelligence services. And uh, in terms of our own assessment and the information at our disposal, there's not any immediate threat that we are facing. But we will continue to do our jobs as we normally do, not to be complacent. And we want to assure South Africans, including those people who are non-South Africans who are within the Republic, that the the security agencies for the Republic are actually doing their job. If there is any any immediate threat that we will face, those particular communities will be warned and will put a proper system to deal with those particular issues when they arise.
0: Minister, uh, cooperating with uh, the United States, obviously, and um, uh, what is the nature of that cooperation? And also, have you been able to establish whether this threat is uh, from uh, people who are South African, whether it's homegrown, or people from outside of South Africa who've come into the country?
2: Well, well, uh, because of the sensitive nature of the issues, again, I will not indicate whether the people are South Africans or not south Africans. But in terms of looking at the origin of the threat and what's the nature of the threat in terms of our own analysis and in terms of the monitoring, because we monitor individuals and groupings within South Africa and outside South Africa that we share information either within the United Nations Security Council, the executive director responsible for counterterrorism, or the African Union Peace and Security Council, the structure that is with the a Committee on Intelligence of State Securities for Africa, including in our own region. We've done an assessment on what is being actually looked at as a threat, and we've made that conclusion that there is no immediate danger. But what we will not do is to be complacent. We will continue to monitor the particular targets that we need to monitor, so that if there is any threat that actually becomes to a level that we need to be able to act, we'll then do our own in a intervention as part of our countermeasures.
0: And at this point, Minister, are you confident that the South African government is fully aware of the extent of terror cells and networks that are operating within the country?
2: Well, as the South African government, we are quite aware, as, we, as I was saying earlier on, we share intelligence information we monitor particular system that South Africa does not become a breeding ground for recruitment, for training, or as a launching pad for any terror attack to any country, any country or individual or installations. Even one of the things that we've been doing is around in the recruitment of ISIS because uh, they are trying to actually do radicalization using the social platform, of which we have done a well number of operations that we've carried. But at the very same time, we're also using our financial intelligence capability to monitor the issues that are happening, that there are no kind of transfer of funds within the republic and other terror networks that we're looking at. But as I've said, the republic, including the whole Southern Africa region, we are a region that is relatively stable when it comes to these particular issues. But it does not mean that our teams must then go to sleep because there is no country that remains immune in terms of any kind of radicalization or attack.